Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I watch all my anime on four times speed to get it over with. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Rem, you, you can't say that because people people will take you seriously. People will <laughs> think that you're cheating. Obviously four times is way too fast. I only do three times speed. Any more than that, it's excessive. <laughs> got, you've got that super ADD. <laughs> Unless it's at least three times what the human eye can see, then I, I can't watch it. It's just three it's just... times speed, two episodes going one on on different monitors, you know, as I'm playing a video game on the center monitor. Just take it all in, baby. Take it With all in. With a sandwich in. in your offhand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, if that isn't my life, uh some nights though, Ram, you have no idea. Uh uh, so Ram, this week, um, I, I've just got a question to ask you, Rem. Uh, well, I've got an answer to give you. So, Rem, uh, what do you like more? Do you like space, Dylan, or obliviousness more? <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Well, I- I'm known for liking space, obviously. So that, that one is me. That's me. Right. Uh, Dylan is Dylan. Yep. Surprise. Uh, and obliviousness, that leaves you. Uh, so <laughs> Look, I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> I'm not going to. So I've I've assigned each of us our role. Okay. Uh, which one do I like more? I'll let you ask follow-up questions if you like, because if you couldn't tell, these are you're choosing between three shows. <laughs> All right. So obviously the Dylan one is edgy as fuck. Oblivious is almost certainly either going to be a slice of life comedy or romance, probably romance, where they just don't get it. Uh, so uh, un- unfortunately, I'm gonna remove the Sean answer of Oblivious. I uh, I just don't care. That one's that one's gone. That one's out. That that's uh, a little space, hurtful, but okay. <laughs> space is delightful, but space shows. You know, I'm not a huge sci-fi kind of guy. Um, I I prefer reading science than science fiction, and uh, which you know nothing against science fiction. It can be rad as hell. I I'm just like if I want something technical, I'll get something technical. If I want something fictional, I'll get something fictional. You know, never the twain shall meet. Um, so I I I guess you know no questions necessary. My boy Dylan. Always have to choose Dylan. Okay. Well, Ram, it was a trick question because uh, they're all romances. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> is, is it all this, just the same romance? No, no, that, no. That'd they're be all, the real, they're the all different. They're all very different. Well, I say very different. Uh, so, Ram, uh, I was going through seasonals and uh, was going through the spring 2023 seasonals, and we, we've done uh, one sh- uh, two shows from the spring, spring 2023 season. And we're well into getting into the uh, summer 2023 season as we speak. Uh, and so I figured we should at least round up spring 2023 with one of the copious romance uh, anime that came out. God, we're so current. I know, I know. <laughs> we're, we're so chic. We're, we're, we're very, you know, hit with the times. Uh, so hip and with it, my homies. Yeah. So Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> so I figured giving you a chance. Even Sean and I can be lit. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm sure people are turning out immediately. Uh, but Rem, I gave you the uh, these three uh, vague criteria 
uh, because the three shows that stood out the most to me uh, of the season, I figured would be worth covering. And leaving it up to you is the more interesting decision, I feel. Uh, the ones that you, we almost did, Rem, uh, the one I tagged with Oblivious was simply one called Skip to Loafer, uh, which that sounds like one of our uh, previous ones that we did in Pride Month, uh, but those for it's not their characters' names for once. Um, oh, yeah, okay. I know. Uh, it is quite literally... That, it sounds so Tumblr. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna say you're wrong. <laughs> uh, there's the photo. There's the poster for it. Uh, you missed out on seeing that dog, so bummer for you. Oh, what the fuck? That looks, that looks positively delightful. Yeah. Now, uh, that one is just a lovely little... A slice of life about a, a girl moving from the countryside to Tokyo to go to school, uh, meet friends, and a little bit of romance, a little bit of drama along the way. It's a it's a nice, lovely little experience. Occasionally get to see a dog, some decent representation as well. You know, pretty solid little show. Uh, that's the one you didn't get to choose because you were scared of obliviousness, which, you know, eh, it happens. Uh, the other one we almost... To be fair, if it's like, oh, hey, you want a, a romance with an oblivious main character too? It's like, oh, you mean all of them? <laughs> yeah, but the main character, the main girl here is oblivious, not just to romance, but very much to like city life, social cues and whatnot. It's very much country girl comes to the city for the first time and uh, is doing her best to make friends and uh, misreads a few things, but at the same time still makes genuine friendships. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, that's what we're not doing. And the other one we're not doing one is, is one that I said space specifically because it heavily features as, uh, astronomy and stuff. But the main reason I, I selected it was because the title alone uh, would resonate with you specifically, Remington. Uh, and that's because we're not covering today uh, Insomniacs After School. Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. relatable. Yep. Uh, and that one is a pretty straightforward premise about two uh, kids who have the hardest fucking time sleeping, uh, but find out by uh, visiting the uh, essentially unused astronomy tower of their school, which, you know, why not? Why wouldn't a school have that? Uh, that they can chill and relax and get and are actually able to sleep when they're together. Uh, All right. And uh, that's well, a little uh, romance. Well, fuck both of those. What are we actually covering? Well, Remington, today we're going to be watching the uh, romantic comedy anime uh, Boku no Kokoro no Yabai Yatsu. All right. Explain to me how I chose Dylan and ended up in a rom-com. <laughs> well, Remington, the translated version of that title is simply... Uh, the dangers in my heart. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> does that not does that not evoke Dylan vibes? <laughs> I I'm getting. You know what this is vaguely reminiscent of, Sean. What's that, Rev? Uh, there there was a time long ago where I, uh, me and a friend of of mine, we we would just watch some of the worst movies of all time, right? Right. And one of the movies we watched was uh, Gili, which is a, a romantic comedy it's a rom-com with like ben affleck jennifer lopez yeah uh, etc etc and it's it's like it's it's a it's a god-awful movie and so it, it's i want to emphasize this is a light-hearted rom-com at one point at one point there's some very severe self-harm what and like I, it's like this like insane thing and it's like halfway through the movie also just by by the way and oh it God, was this, like, insanely, movie. yeah, it was this very intense scene. And I just turned to my friend, because we're both, like, in shock about this scene, like, happening in this movie. And I was like, is this 
the ROM or the COM? <laughs> and I still don't really know which, you know, which it was supposed to be. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. But, it had a budget of 75.6 million, but only got 7.2 in the box office. It's a hell of a journey. It was a journey. But uh, I, I feel like that with just like this title with me choosing Dylan and being like, ha rom-com. Like, I feel, I don't know. I'm ready for it to take rom-com liberally as a genre. Well, Ron, I'll give you a brief synopsis of what it is, because it does present itself as a rom-com. Uh, but it's basically about our main character, um, Kyotaro Ichikawa. And okay. he's just kind of, in all, for all appearances, a shy-looking middle school student with, like, like semi-long dark hair covering one of his eyes, you know, keeps to himself, doesn't really have any friends, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Sure. Um, but what he spends most of his time doing is picturing, uh, well quite frankly, horribly murdering his classmates. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah, cool, all right! <laughs> Rad, dude! And uh, his, his primary desire that uh, he claims, uh, he, he at least claims to have, is to see uh, his classmate, uh, Anna Yamada, uh, writhing in pain before he kills her. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah! I I I made a mistake. <laughs> Are you trying to teach me that I should not love Dylan as no, much as I no, do? No, no, Ram, no. I'm not saying that you shouldn't love Dylan. I'm just saying that when I ch- use the three of us as a frame of reference for this uh for this little game, I thought to myself, hmm, this anime reminds me of what would happen if Dylan went down a different path. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus Christ! But. That's how the story begins, and it's just the story of him actually getting closer to this girl and developing into a romance. Whether or not it actually goes through with the dark stuff, I don't think it will. But uh, he he, it's very much it's very much a Chunibyo style thing. This middle school student constantly fantasizing about murdering people. Uh, whether or not he actually Ooh. goes through with it, doubtful, because it's a comedy romance shonen. But you know. <laughs> It's it's a wild premise to just be like, hey, let's have a rom-com about a kid who's interested in this girl, but also kind of wants to kill her. God damn. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just figured, you know, hey, that sounds like an edgy type uh, situation. And I was right. Dylan's going to feel so happy that uh, your love of Dylan uh, carried through. Not- I think you'll feel, I think he will, his happiness will, will quickly subside after hearing what you have to say. But nonetheless, you know, let's go into a little bit of child murder rom-com. Let's do it. All right. So without further ado, let's go straight to it. Let's go watch some Boku no Kokoro no Yabai de- Yatsu. Lots of adolescent boners. And we are back after watching three whole episodes of Boku no Kokoro no Yabai Yatsu, or... The dangers in my heart. And Remington, is this a very concerning situation? Do we have a future serial killer on our hands? Or is this just a curious look into our editor's potential past? Uh, well, 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 Sean, uh, for, first of all, while uh, it, it's pr- prominent, the fantasies of killing, they're not nearly as prominent as anticipated. Uh, but, you know, if anything... I, I just wanted more of that. I wanted more Jacinda <laughs> into the it's twisted little brain. If anything, just so I could understand Dylan a little bit better, get closer <laughs> to the man. You're saying you would have gotten more insight into Dylan if you had seen more acts of violence against other kids. 
Eight more fantasized acts okay, of violence. Okay, okay, I see, I see. All right, let's let's be abundantly clear. You don't want any uh, actual but, acts. You just want the fantasized ones. Yeah. Uh, and, and so we we open up right with uh one of these fantasies. Uh, our main character Ichikawa. He's going on like this edgy monologue narration uh about just how how messed up in the head he is, and nobody understands how messed up he is. And you know what it reminds me of, Sean. What's that? Uh, I don't. I don't know if you've seen this. God, I hope you have. Uh, but it's the hamburger helper tweet. <laughs> uh, it's it's drew like a dark, fucked up version of the hamburger helper mascot. <laughs> Just a glimpse into my dark reality. A full stare into my twisted perspective would make the most uh, make most simply go insane, Lamau. Uh, oh it's so fucking good. It's such it, a good tweet. It's, it's literally just the hamburger helper mascot, but with with some fangs and angry eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, the the opening monologue very much has this vibes, oh, yeah. which I'm down. It, I'm it's down a very Chunibyo type like, situation. Yeah, he's like, they don't even understand. I'm all screwed up, and they don't even know. Uh, uh, but then uh, a girl sees like looks at me he's like yeah and and you know a bunch of other guys they they want to like be with her but me i want to i i want to i don't know i got killer and shit yeah <laughs> and then she looks at me he's like oh god uh and he gets like a half chub which is a recurring theme in the show mm-hmm. um <laughs> lots lots of adolescent boners uh which is uh unfortunately very true to the middle school experience hey i mean at least they're being authentic <laughs> uh so uh we we meet so, so that gives an idea of Ichikawa. He's socially awkward. He wants to believe that he's some dark brooding edgelord. Uh, actually, he's just a bit awkward uh, and a, a vaguely nice guy. Uh, uh, yeah, so that, that's who, who he is. Uh, he, he doesn't look like he could actually... All the impressions are him, of him, he couldn't actually ever do anything properly malicious. No. <laughs> uh, he, he just would love people to think he could. It's one of those things where it's like a substitution of power and thus control is being an edgelord. Uh, then we meet our, our other character, the girl, uh, Yamada. Uh, Yamada uh, is is a little freak, but in a different way. Uh, <laughs> Care to elaborate? <laughs> yeah. She is a goddamn weirdo who is like more aware than she seems, but also still very ditzy. Uh, like, both are true at the same time. Like, she, she definitely, she has moments where she's rather shrewd, but usually complete airhead. <laughs> she occasionally rolls a 20 on the insight check, is what you're saying. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and uh, think, th- you know, things just get very straight. So just in the first episode, right? Right. Uh, Yamada will occasionally go to the library to snack. Uh, that that's her snacking spot. She'll just go and snack alone. She boy oh boy does she fucking love snacks. I mean, who doesn't? And at, at one point, uh, a like side character, uh, a dude wants to ask out a chubby girl. Uh, they're trying to make that happen in the library, but Yamada is fucking it up just by her presence. Uh, uh, the guy at one point is like, "Oh, I like chubby girls. I like I like them as fat as they come," <laughs> uh, which. No, no character in the show knows how to interact with anybody else. Uh, but the chubby girl is like, "Fuck yeah!" Uh, so hey, if if it works for them, it works for them. I mean, to be fair, I don't, 
I don't recall ever being able to interact with anybody in my middle school days, but maybe that was just a me <laughs> thing. Like, I, it, it very much could have just been like, uh, ah, that Sean kid doesn't really know what people are, does he? Uh, bless him. <laughs> uh, Ichikawa is, like, lurking in the library at this time, right? He, he's lurking and, and watching, and he makes a noise, and it's like, oh, shit. Yamada picks up what's going on rather quickly, and is like, oh, that's probably a cat. To which uh, Ichikawa gives, like, this really shitty meow, uh, which was fucking hilarious. Only made more hilarious when Yamada's like, oh, I, I, you know what, I'm gonna go check that out. And she goes there, and she makes a much more real realistic meow, right? Uh, but then the the other kids are like, oh, that was def- that's 100% a cat, but that's a different cat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it sounds like they might be fighting. To which then Ichikawa and Yamada, because they're <laughs> the most awkward fuckers in the world, stage a fake cat fight with their meows. And it's one of the dumbest and also most hilarious scenes we've seen in anime. <laughs> it's it's beautiful and awful, and I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, let's see. Uh, there, there's some other stuff that happens when one of the kids becomes a little bit forceful, a little bit rapey, uh, and then uh, Ichikawa, like, saves Yamada from, from that shit show. Uh, but that that's generally episode one. Real strong first impression. It seems like it knows exactly what it is, what it's doing, uh, and, and boy, oh boy. It, it's rare that we get properly, like, truly awkward cringe humor in anime. It's just, it's just not a type of humor that's, I think, exceedingly popular. It's not like British humor, right? No. Where it's, where it's the default. Uh, and to, even more so to see it well done. It, it's, it's nice. I mean, uh, I remember the last really cringeworthy show that, uh, we did was maybe Asobi As- Asabase, just because of like some of the cringy stuff in it. But the one that always re- uh, sticks out in my mind is a uh, Watamote, if you remember that one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where yeah, that, and that's I, like I, 90% cringe. I, I can vibe with some good cringe comedy. Uh, if it's not actually funny, it's the worst. But if it is actually funny, beautiful. Uh, episode two, I, I noticed something, uh, and they maybe they did it in episode one. There's a very good chance they did, but I only caught it in episode two. Mm-hmm. When they do a POV shot from Ichikawa, the main character, uh, he's he's got your standard like emo haircut, right? Just hair over one eye, right? Very chunibium. And during a POV shot, hair is covering part of the screen, and that's fucking hysterical. That's beautiful. Whoever made that creative decision, I love that. I, I, I love that for them. Can't remember off the top of my head if that happens in uh in the first episode, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Like it feels like a recurring thing. Yeah, because I, I didn't notice it in the first episode, but it weirdly it's it's pretty blatant without being obnoxious, so it is something that could be missed. A nice little uh, bit of background comedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh episode two, uh they're they're creating uh uh like Haunted House for the Culture Festival and everything. Uh, there, there's a handful of, like, perverted boys in the back of the class who are like, if we ask the girls these questions, we'll learn about them sexually. <laughs> uh, back when, it, like, because young men are just looking for, like, the keys to the kingdom. Like, the, if X, then Y. Very mechanical interactions. They're like, I don't know how women work. But I was told that if if you do this one simple trick, right, 
uh, young men are inundated with that bullshit. And I have terrible news for any young men. It's all bullshit. Yep. It's all bullshit. <laughs> at best, it's a conversation starter. That's all you're really hoping for at that point. But uh, at, at one point, they're, they're talking about uh, uh, tits because they're young boys. And one of the boys grabs uh, a larger boy's tits and starts groping the other boy. And I will say, the chubby boy, he's fucking loving it. He's, <laughs> he has an awakening. They don't bring up his awakening, but he learned something about himself that day. <laughs> he's he's figured himself out and you know what i'm happy for him. you know it, it's ha all about exploring your inner self a bit you know self-discovery <laughs> sometimes you just need a friend to start groping you to have a revelation about is that yourself. why you grope me on a regular basis rem i'm just waiting for you to have that revelation john mm, it's been 10 years rem <laughs> hey some people are a late bloomer uh <laughs> so <laughs> but also as a general note only grope people consensually. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Sean loves it, so that's why I always do a tip. Oh, yeah. yeah hold so... on now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so some miscellaneous stuff happens. Uh, the stuff that happens is just not, like, terribly relevant. It, it's the people, the characters, the relationships, and the comedy. That, that's, those are the, the focus points here. Uh, and episode three, the big thing is that... Ichikawa is like, oh shit, I like her. Maybe I don't just want to kill her. Maybe I actually have feelings. Uh, which, you know, crazy, wild. I know. Uh, what a concept. Strange concept. Yep. Uh, and, and they have a, like, generally decent relationship. I like that she actually has other friends. Like, she has a best friend and a group of friends uh, that she actually spends time with as well. Uh, which is uh, one of my common grievances is being like, Oh, hey, you're my best friend. I know that we're in episode seven and we've talked once in the first episode, but you're always going to be my best friend. I mean, I haven't interacted with you or anybody else because you're not the other protagonist, but you know, like that's always annoying. It always upsets me. So it's nice that there are external characters that are actually relevant. They interact with the world beyond themselves. I mean, as long uh, as they're not connected to Ichikawa, because that, that boy got no friends. <laughs> oh, it's true, it's true. He, he's, he's isolated, but, like, rationally within the realm of the show. Yeah. Uh, overall, uh, the, the comedy is solid, the characters are pretty good. Uh, it's, it's a weird experience, for sure. Uh, it, it's, it's a strange little show, Sean. It's a strange little show, uh, but I enjoy it, and I, I love our editor, Dylan. <laughs> and this is the where the plot twist comes in where you absolutely actually hated it but you're just saying all these nice things so that he forgives us for all of our scheduling issues as of late <laughs> yeah it, 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 it's like all right uh now uh, uh dylan you know just stop editing the podcast for for about five minutes it, it's trash it's absolute trash the main character oh my god so unbearable like <laughs> <laughs> Just doing everything in your power to try and get on his good side. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, as you very clearly tell, like they are not sticking with the whole I'm going to kill people thing. It's very much a, oh, I'm he's a kid who's having some very uh, Chunibyo-style thoughts and is also trying to figure out, hey, my body's doing weird things and my mind is doing weird things. Why do I feel these things about this character and the relationships that uh, come Which up? I will say... Well, I think that's a fine story decision. I, I, I have noted this before as well. It is a little bit of a false promise. We were, we were 
given a premise, all right, here's the hook of this show. Here's here's the concept that we're running with. And then it's abandoned shortly after. And that might make for a better story. But then why did you market it in such a deceptive way? And the answer is, well, because you need some interesting hook. Otherwise, people won't tune in. And then hopefully once you tune in, then people will be interested enough that they don't mind the bait and switch. Uh, but I, 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 don't, I don't love that strategy. I don't adore that strategy. Yeah, uh, it's not a great strategy, but I think it, it's a very With the asterisk, unless you're being very deliberately, like, subversive. Yeah. Like, like a good old Doki Doki, for example. But that's not, like, the case here. It's, it's presenting itself, it, marketing itself a very specific way, and then being like, hey, we're not really that, but hopefully you still stick around. Uh, it's not the biggest grievance, but it is, you know, it's something worth noting. If you were interested in the unique concept, and that was the primary driver of you wanting to watch, you will be disappointed. If, meanwhile, you just want an awkward, pretty good rom-com, uh, then th this will, will hit that beat very well. Fantastic. Yeah, like, Rem... This most recent uh, season, the spring season, uh, like I mentioned in the top half, had a lot of romance anime, and weirdly, most of them were pretty solid. So I didn't really have a bad choice in the three options I gave you. I just had three different choices, you know? They all fit under the same umbrella, but that umbrella was quite wide, as it were. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I figured that'd be a nice way to say goodbye to the to the spring season as we really properly move into the summer season, keeping an eye out for some of the really uh, fancy new stuff that's coming out as well as uh, some of the other stuff that's coming out. Uh, let me just tell you right now, Rem, uh, there are some some studios out there that are making some bold animation decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say bold, I mean... Oh boy, are they bold! And it'll be interesting once we get three weeks in to decide. It, it, is it as 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 bold of an animation decision as uh oh? It was it, like the the Count of Monte Cristo or whatever the fuck it was, whatever yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not in that regard. But my God, I camera movements galore. <laughs> oh, oh boy! All right, okay, it, fascinating. I don't know how to interpret this, but okay. Uh, just think of it as foreshadowing, Rem. I mean, I'll, I'm gonna wait until there's a decent amount of episodes before I cover something like that, just to see if we can turn it into a comedy episode. Uh, but let's just say that uh, I watched the first episode and, you know, motion sickness is a thing, apparently. Um, <laughs> but as for this I show... I mean, to be fair, there have been a couple of anime that have made me a little motion sick. And guess which studio they were made by. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Mm hmm Yeah, some studios need to be stopped. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> they have to stop. They they need to, or, like, tone it down a bit. Tone it down just a little bit. Yeah. But, that in mind, uh, Rem, I suppose the real final question I need to ask you is, uh, well, one of the final questions. It's been a long day. Uh, hey, Rem, do you have any guesses on what the mal score for The Dangers in My Heart is? Hmm. All right. I think it's pretty good. It's newer. Um, yep, from uh, April second to June eighteenth was the airtime. Let's see here. I think I think a lot of weeps will feel seen. The question is, will they feel self conscious about how accurate the representation is? <laughs> will Will it's, they it's... be like, oh fuck, I used to be like that, or will they be like, hey, I'm not presently like that at all, even though they are. Oh, like yeah. which. Which one is it? Um, I think it's going to be rated highly, especially because it's newer. Uh, 
because it's a well done comedy, which is so fucking rare. Uh, like, is it the funniest thing ever? No, but is it have some moments of good laughs? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's not every day you have two people pretending to be a cat fighting in a library. I genuinely lost my shit in that scene. <laughs> that was funny as fuck. It was just so, so weird. It was so weird. Uh, this is a nice weird show. I think people, people should admire this. A part of me is like, oh, but the weeps. Sometimes they just hate good things. Yeah, sometimes um, they just hate good things, and they're a little too—they don't—they're too self-aware to the point where they're not self-aware at all. I'm—I'm I'm gonna be charitable to them. I'm gonna say—I'm gonna guess the Weeb calibrated ranking is eight point one nine. Well, right. Uh, uh, Boku no Kokoro no Yabai des- Yatsu. I almost said Desu. Uh, <laughs> trying to be a little cute here, but that's okay. Uh, the Dangers in My Heart uh, has currently only 72,000 ratings on it, uh, which is interesting because it's, you know, the end of the se- it's by the end of the season, so usually there's a few more than that. Uh, yep. But it's sitting nice and pretty at 8.29, so you were off by Oh, a, okay, a okay. Yeah. Which, still in the ballpark, still in the ballpark. Still in the ballpark, and honestly, Rem, you kind of nailed it with uh, your description. Most of the reviews are like, Oh, man, this is super cringy comedy, but it's kind of weird and wholesome at times, and I think I enjoy that, but also, my God, it gives me blasts from the past. And the people who dislike it are either people who are upset by the quote-unquote bait-and-switch of the premise, or uh, lack the self-awareness to see themselves back in the middle school days. You know, the (laughs) the same kind of people who identify with Subaru in re-zero uh in a good way for the first half without realizing oh god no he's a horrible person you gotta you gotta realize that (laughs) he is the representation of everything that's wrong with uh the fan base and only after he goes through hell does he actually get to be a proper character that's worth looking at uh but it's very much that is the general consensus of it uh is it too cringy for some people yeah but is it also just cringy enough to make people laugh and have a good time? I'd say so. Uh, is it a little horny? A li- yeah. But then again, it's from the perspective of these characters, so it's like, it makes way too much sense, honestly. <laughs> so yeah, with that, I suppose my final question for you, Ram, is there any chance you'd like to watch any more uh, Dangers in My Heart with me? Oh, uh, sure, sure. I'm not, like, absolutely clamoring for it, but I think it'd be a fun time. I mean, it's got a 12-episode season, so it's like, Nice very reasonable, easy. very reasonable. Very reasonable, who knows? Maybe it'll do well enough to get a second season. I think the manga is like on chapter like 150 or something like that, which is pretty decent for a, a rom-com, honestly. A lot of them don't usually make it to the triple digits. Uh, but, hey, who knows? Maybe maybe this will be a nice, lovely uh, time in the future, or maybe it'll just be another rom-com, hard to say. Uh, but with that in mind, uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy Rem doing everything he can in his power to appease our lovely editor, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcast, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, almost said Stitcher, don't need to say that anymore, <laughs> uh, nope. or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. They mean the world to us and we do read every single one. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext where myself, Dylan, and Remington occasionally play video games very poorly. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? Well, I'm, I'm going to extra show a couple things. Uh, my, oh, yeah. my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Remington Chase, 
We had the first Toby Toby Literature Club where we have poetry and cats. It was great. Uh, and then, uh, at, at the time of uh, re recording, when this will be posted, uh, this Sunday, we're going to decide the best anime of all time via Royal Rumble. It'll be great. It'll be uh, absurd. Uh, Sean and I will both be commentating uh, the match and seeing what unfolds. It's going to be brilliant. So, hey, uh, if, if you have some time on, on Sunday, come come join us over uh, twitch.tv slash Remington Chase and, of course, uh, Anime Out of Context. It'll be great. Uh, now, moving on to... Uh, the actual Patreon reads, we, of course, we have our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our yandere waifus, who are, they, man, they just, they're so fucked up in the head, you should see their hamburger helpers. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is, that is, that is a very interesting euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, oh, if you could see my hamburger helper, you'd know what a twisted mind <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great tweet. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google it, please. Please Google it. Uh, but on that list, we have, my name is first now, bitch. Oops, sorry. I was just overly excited. You're not a bitch. Please don't hurt me. Drunk Quetzalcoatl for anime out of context. Mascot says Miska Miska, earnestly expecting praise and a reward. Zombie Stomp, Xanax, Zach Page, Yee Yee. Yandere Neko, wondering who has a bigger sword, Remington or Kirito. Why Shown, Why Sean? Huvo, weekly haiku about Sean. Toby Takeover, Toby O Toby, the glorious Toby. Give Toby snacks. Uh, watch Eva and I'll write a poem every day for a month. Walk me home gently. Utah number one. Unhinged Prax. Truckcoon Appreciation Society. Totally God's Angel. Titan CNH. Thirsty for Remington's Oni-chan's milky breast milk and delicious lemon water, which might be pee. Good God. Uh, the villain beyond glasses wants Welcome Chi to say revisit. The Susanator. That good Christian lad who changes his name every week. Turban. Tainted Venom. Super Zoo. Spiceitis. Snakey Pie, Silent Secondary, Shoujo Addict, who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean Loves, Adam Sandler Clock. Sean's Milf Hunting Sour, 2 ounce bourbon, 1 ounce lemon juice, 0.75 ounce simple syrup topped with white Zinfandel. Sean's Grandma's the OG White Swartzmeister, get well soon. Sean is Isekai to a world where everyone looks like Adam Sandler. Seth Senju, Sugoi Dekai, that's what she said. Ross Palmer, Rhiannon Williams, Rem needs to watch 130 episodes of One Piece Queer Icon Bonchan, Part 1, 451 for Part 2. Uh, Rem Loves the Big Ol'. Rare XD, that's I love you in Dinosaur. Queen of Egypt, Professor Fox. Penis. Puckwell Musico, Other McNutt. Oopsie Daisy, I had a depressive spiral and forgot to update my name again. Maybe I should go back to therapy. Oh no, I fucked my sister. Oops. Not a VTuber reference. I had to say goodbye to my 12-year-old cat Oreo on 63023. Oh, we, we, we love Oreo and uh, we send our support. Uh, Nitsaira, Nick Harvey. Nice legs, Daisy Dukes, makes a man go do-do-do. Uh, Muskamelon, Monokuma 5-3. Misaka has been disillusioned since she found that butt fusion technology is about connecting plastic pipes together. Uh, Makeka 7 Hierto, Link Joe Girl, Liam Dunn. Let's get a petition going to show Rambo no Pico. Leave Denji and Pachita out of harm's way, Sean. Landon Weatherford, Kylo. Kara Chiha, Cassidy. Just Monica, more like Just Harry. Joshua D's nuts. Jax, Janine, Jam Hands. Jacob Iverson, Izzy Reese. Is it cold in here, Sean? No, Rem, it's freezing. I'm going to McDonald's and asking if Daddy Rem's Big Hole is on the menu. I, Remington, will ruin Darling of the Franks for Encrypted Cryptid. I made Brendan's grandma wear cat ears while I hit it. Found Rem's favorite website, uh, nobjs.org. All right, let, let's try to figure out. <laughs> I don't... Man, how's that VPN treating you? Is it just... I, I feel like it might just be uh, uh initials uh, to something. N-O-B-J-S. Like, uh, but other than that, I, I don't know... Uh, what it could be. 
Uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to interpret. That's my officially. I'm a, I'm a lock that in as as my guess. It's it's. Uh, but I'm I'm not gonna enter it this time. I'm not gonna. No. Uh, Hunter Tane, Hunter Davies. Hey, don't cough in my butt. Hey, Rem, Portuguese word of the week. You pronounce my name quite well. Nine out of ten. Fuck yeah. Obrigado pelo esforco. Esforço? Esforco. I don't know. Uh, hey, Cursed Waluigi, please say this. Uh, help, I have been huffing the, on the copium for Raguko Shinju Review for five years now. Grocer in your neighborhood. Got wobbly bones disease. Couldn't afford to drink milk. Going down on Sean's grandma, Glenn Michael Dolan. Farmer Weeb's Cat Fact of the Week. Cat urine glows under a blacklight. Fantide, F-bomb, Erica McCorkle. El Borinquenio. Uh, Dylan Hayden, did Rem really criticize the show for a long outro on an episode that was 50% Patreon names? Hey, I, I, I don't have a say in the matter, right? Look, look, we're financially obligated. Uh, maybe eventually we'll do something about it, but it's how it goes. Yep. Uh, Danielle Riot, Daddy Rem, tell me a bedtime story. Cryptid Milf, Crumbslet's Bakery now has Frank's Bloodspurt uh, Poppers provided by Cryptid Milf. Uh, Creed 13, Country Fried Goth here to remind you that you just lost the game. Cheese Monkey. Brockhart for Geodudes, Bonsai Tree, Blake Star, Big Blue Bear Boy, Awkward Lesbian Who Just Got a Hug, Amazing Muffin, Elise Howard, Alpha Angel, Akisama Supremacy Chant the Capybara from the Big Hole, AJ Tunnels angrily ponders the ponders in the hot spring of piss as the hot spring of Isekai Resurrection was filled with sticky weebs. Uh Jesus. Uh oh AJ God. Honey, a daze, Aaron Hegland, a gang a gangly ginger Mormon dude approaches you, offering something called George W. Cush. Do you accept or do you run? I uh and dot. Uh, I don't like the impression on. that I'm Mormon. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm decidedly not. <laughs> hey, there, there's always time, Sean. There's always time. Uh, yeah. mm. <laughs> now we point. move on to uh, the, the Boy Wizard tier, where everybody is going to get their own Japanese snack to eat in the library. Uh, so we start with Vincent Calabrese. You are going to get... Uh, no, that's a too organized of a list. Needs a little bit of chaos, you know? A little bit of chaos. All right, here we go. All right, uh, you get uh, good old classic Pocky. Dungeon Master next door, you get Country Ma'am? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> country Ma'am. I don't know. Uh, the Drew is tired. She is EP. You get Choco Pie. Canadian Anime Snoner, you get Japanese Kit Kats. Soul, you are going to get Caramel Corn. Just, you know, pretty straightforward. Uh, Cop, you are going to get Shitori Choco. Roberto with a Concerto, you get Kanoko Noyama. Slash Takenoko no Soto. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what Is I'm saying. Is that like the, the mushrooms and like the, the bamboo shoots covered in chocolate? Holy shit. What the fuck? Uh, Rare Kumiko will continue to be a sad boy until Healer Girl is reviewed. Also, Rem is Tensai. You get bomb rolls. They're not actually Mary... mushrooms. They're just shaped like it. Oh, okay. That's way better. Yeah. Uh, PL Mary, you get the big hole. You get Bisco. One Piece is the only show that makes you cry over a boat. 312. You get Galbo. Monogatari is everything you guys want. Uh, you guys say you want an anime this week. He has very cool cats and shows Nights with the Cat. Uh, you get Calbi Chips. Mike got his Overlord review. You get Jagarico. Miguel Delion, you are going to get some Sucorn. Massimo Martelli, Pretz. Latino is the founder and first member of Rem's Holy Bean Nermlins. Nermal Gremlins, Kurt, Colt. You get uh, Senbei. Kugor, you're going to get Agamochi. Kafka is my mommy. You're going to get Mike Popcorn. <laughs> okay. Caden uh, Kazellis, you are going to get uh, The Big Hole. I, Sean Rollins, have sexy dreams where Kirito and Remington are cheating on their lovers, Asuna and myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that got me. Uh, you get Baby Star. I just sold my sleep schedule for 23k and I regret nothing. You're going to get uh, Arare Rice Cakes. Hello, Rex. You are going to get Pizza Potato. Hail Satan, 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 Hail Satan. Uh, you are going to get Sean Rollins, my favorite Japanese snack. 
I don't think you can say that. I don't and think yet. you can say that. And yet. <laughs> and yet you have. Oh, dear. Uh, Dua, you're gonna get a uh, uh, vending machine crepe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crips and Reapers just because of the sides. You get Doriyaki. Uh, Carver's 271, you get a melon pan. Car Cameron Coates, you get Manju. Blood Cell, not the big bitch boy white ones. You're going to get uh, Daifuku. Beethoven 1201, you are going to get Castella. Animated Z, you, uh, oh no, we're running low on supplies. Looks like you have to share, Sean Rollins. Oi, uh, hold on. <laughs> Don't fucking lease me out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a timeshare. All Father underestimate how much gay people love cream pies and is making Remington pay for the freebies 15 weeks until Bonsai. You get Kaki Notane. Uh, there, there you go. Uh, finally, we move to the uh, boy wizard tier. The temptation to make Sean meow is very great. It's very great. I mean, we literally did that last week. Uh, I know. <laughs> and yet, uh, but no, what, 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 uh, Sean Rollins will do as Joey Wheeler, he'll, he'll show a glimpse into, into your dark, twisted, like, fucked up mind, dude. Uh, we start with Reki Kawahara. The fuck? Okay, um. Show me a glimpse into their, like, totally twisted and, and, and fucked up mind. Uh, the most dark and twisted thing you do is you put your toilet paper on so that the uh, loose end is against the back wall. Oh, re re really pushing pu pushing the envelope there. Next, we got Hermione Pegs, Harry and Ron. Tell me about them. Now, these guys, they're, they're real psychopaths. You know what they do? They put on a sock, then a shoe, then another sock, then another shoe. Oh, <laughs> and no one has any idea. Uh, familiarity breeds contempt and children. By the way, hi, Samantha. This twisted person occasionally just hops on the bed while still wearing their shoes. Wow, wow. Uh, do you kiss your mom with those shoes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just kicking your mom in the face? <laughs> speak up, we got my dear old mom. Oh, speak of the devil. Uh, uh, real swick, sick and twisted thing you did? Uh, well, I mean... He hosts a podcast with me, so... <laughs> Here I am! <laughs> and last but not least, we got second to none. Most sick and twisted thing you do is you donate to charities and odd digits. Oh, wow. All right. you, you, you. Look, it ain't neat. It ain't tidy. It's obnoxious. Uh, all right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. If you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter uh, for however long Twitter uh, continues to last. Oh, Who knows? God, we'll it start is actively burning. It is hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, or you can uh, email us at AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Also, support your local actors. They're striking now, and they deserve hey. every cent they get. Uh, but once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. I don't know, Dylan. It's not that cute. Just sort of weird and awkward. Isn't that just <laughs> kicking your mom in the face? <laughs> speak up, we got my dear old mom. Oh, speak of the devil. Excuse me, you son of a bitch. <laughs>